my loves, good morning again. All right, so um, for those of you who are kind of, uh, I kind of had, I guess it would be my morning motivational or devotional, um, just looking at the ad from Amazon Web Services, and they were talking about their use of artificial intelligence, but also how to use data to leverage their performance and make strategic decisions. And so... Um, I mentioned how uh, her name is Bourbon Bougie on YouTube. Go check her out. She is really working with these types of, of um, pieces of information. But she, I, I took a screenshot of, of the video I'm referring to here. She cited an article from Fortune magazine and it was talking about how there's a disparity between men and, uh, who get a college education and men who don't. And um, this article was just recently re released. Uh, somebody said in the, yeah, so she just put this up two hours ago and someone is saying that, she, you know, this article just came out within a day or two at the time I'm recording this. This is November, no, no, December 8th, 2022. Um, and it was talking about how men who, did not get a college education or as much education as their male counterparts are dropping out of the, the workforce. And it because of perceived, what she was talking about, that was interesting to me, um, because they perceived, you know, the competition was probably too difficult for them or whatever, they dropped out. And so now these people are not employed. Where are they going to go? Who's going to hire them if they weren't competing with people in their own industry, you know, then I don't see what other viable options they may have. Um, but the men who have college educations um, made a 17% increase in their wages or their salary. So this is important because I'm pretty sure I'm going to title this, you know, why it's important that men do get an education. I really, it's kind of sad because they're focusing on chasing women right now. And, um, but, and, you know, one of the things I have to struggle with, but I think I have to trigger, I'm going to use some of the, the, there's a content creator that's triggering TF out of me, but I'm just going to use it to trigger up and talk about some of the nuances because if I'm feeling it, I think other people too are too. This is not even about being a man hater, I feel like. I think that if you have a son, I know that there have been a lot of concerned mothers. Not a lot, I wouldn't say a lot, but there's a fair share, you know, of mothers who are thinking about what it means for their sons, right? They're already here. How can you put them in, in a scenario that will give them a competitive advantage? As a matter of fact, um, a, a podcast I did last night was showing how there was an article it was a, a male saying that, you know, he toe-tagged his mom and was going to take his sister out because the, he felt like the mom didn't push him to become a man. No mention of where his father was and what, you know, if he felt the same way about his dad. But anywho, felt the same about his pappy. <laughs> but, but, you know, these types of stats matter, right? I want us to be comfortable with data and stats and it's kind of interesting too because a lot of people try to quell you know what those things mean so put you know it's important to to if if they want to 
stay in the workforce and to be productive, an education would be important for them, right? And when we've been talking about how if they want that stable family, you know, where they can be self-sufficient, they have to make it a minimum you know, 75000 to be self-sufficient for themselves. At the time I'm recording, this is 2022, and it does depend where you live because in California, some places you can be making 140000 a year and still be living in poverty. So, and I'm pretty sure there's some podunk places in, in the U.S. and around the world where, you know, you really could live off of 20000 right? Um, <laughs> whatever not the lifestyle for me, but you know, to each their own. So if you're looking about looking about the trajectory of your life or over the life uh, span of your life, education is going to play a key role determining in how um, self-sufficient you are. And I think for men, um, it plays a role later on down the road where now you're starting to compare yourself to your colleagues and it can, it's obviously affecting them, their psyche in some way, shape or form, you know, and this was interesting to me too, because the first time I heard her talk about this, I'll probably play the clip on the back end so you guys can hear it, but no, actually go check her out, go check her out and subscribe and like the video. That That's, I think if any of my, um, my Oracle people, y'all, the best way to represent me, if you really rock with me. Go follow my favorite content creators, like their content, subscribe, show support in the comments. You know, um, that that would be if I were an Oracle card, you know, and you pulled my card, it would be a sign for you to be an active supporter. Subscribe, like the videos, like the content. They shouldn't have to be begging you to like the content. You are being spiritually fed. You are being intellectually nourished you know don't be stingy with your likes y'all want to manifest good things but you can't even practice gratitude anyways <clears throat> go 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 check her out on this one but one of the things when she was reading the stats from this fortune article it was talking about how the men perceived the other men automatically it took me to gamma remember uh last week or two weeks ago we were talking about the gamma male and one of the things that fascinated me about that was how Gamma men, men feel entitled to sex, you know, um, and I've come to understand that sex kind of registers in a man's mind as um, as a reward. When they have sex, it stimulates the part of their brain that that is highlighted when they're rewarded for good behavior. But um, gamma males feel entitled to sex. They And it's not that they want a loving relationship. It's just that I'm a man. I'm the best thing since sliced bread. You should sleep with me. And, um, but what was interesting to me is that they also hate other men. And it was kind of really weird to me. Like, why would you hate other men? The reason they hate other men in this article, kind of this, uh, the studies here kind of allude to that. They hate other men because they're having to compete with other men, right? So they're perceiving that their male counterparts are really thriving and succeeding at the same things that they're doing in the same sectors that they're in, in the same industries that they're in. And they are, they're college educated and they, um, they're making 17% more than they are. And so <clears throat> the hate comes in because they feel that they cannot compete for other men too. So 
this is this is kind of uh interesting to me too again it reminds me of that movie um infinity chamber where um i think every divine person should look at it because it kind of helps you understand artificial intelligence and also um how to explore possibilities and how to be strategic and how to understand human behavior and uh, but one of the things that came up in the infinity chamber i've talked about this before was um basically there were they captured these prisoners of wars and this this guy had gotten captured and he was in this like new age chamber where you know this robot would come out and make sure that he had his food and could go to the bathroom and went to sleep and play music for him but but he wasn't allowed to get to the outside world because he was a prisoner but um the like halfway through the movie or three fourth one fourth of the way through the movie he finds out that there's someone next to him he never knew all up and through that point that there was someone in the same scenario as him and it was a black guy that had um he had um made some forward progress because he made a glitch in the computer system that would eventually lead to this guy being able to get out of that that chamber but um the the black guy was next to him and he broke through a little a little round it was probably like the size of your like maybe two balled up fists it was so small that you could only see someone's eyes and their mouth but you couldn't even see the top of their head like that's how small the hole was and so the black guy was talking to him. He's like, I, I, I broke through the, you know, I made a glitch in the system. It has compromised the artificial intelligence programming that is keeping us confined. And he's like, um, he proceeded to try to break through a wall, like the within minutes of that, and he literally hit a wall trying to get out of this this steel structure steel reinforced structure the next morning he wakes the white guy up and he's like i can't take it and he he offed himself like he just um malfunctioned and he just took himself on out he just didn't see the need to compete and the thing the sad thing is i talked about this in my previous kind of like semi-review of it it's kind of like the white guy kept every morning he would wake up and he would get a little bit further right it was very protopian steadily he would set things up and he would even recondition the artificial intelligent robot that was in the in the room he started to understand its behavior and how to kind of manipulate it to get further out of the chamber to where he was eventually free because he kept getting captured right and it's like if if you have the other guy in the chamber next to you that was able to compromise the system if he if both of them had worked together they would have gotten out much sooner right two heads are better than one but it's like i don't know i don't know what this is going to mean for um unemployment numbers moving forward and that type of thing but here's what's important and you know especially for young people these things matter you know, when we talk, one of the things, the key phrases I learned from looking at the um, Amazon web service and how they use data, um, I did a podcast on that, like one or two before this, how do we use this data to make strategic inform- strategic decisions moving forward? What does this mean? Well, that means that if you have a son or daughter, you know, that are in the 
early stages of life where, you know, they you can tell that they want a family. You want them to partner with the people who have the best things going for them. And so the odds are, you know, he he if if he doesn't have an education and he's working a, a job, it's likely that, you know, this behavior will repeat itself to where he gets you know, to that midlife crisis, and now he quits his job, and now he has a wife and children, right? So you'd want to want someone who sees the value of, of some form of education. I know there's lots of talk about, even when I was reading from the book with you guys, from um, How Rich People Think, I think that they approach, um, well, I was able to read and observe that they approach education differently not so much in the rat race kind of way that the rest of us you know um, middle class people think in terms of get an education automatically you move on to the next step they um you'll want to go back in and um what chapter was that in i will try to i will i will um try to find which chapter I was talking about that because I think it is important. They looked at how to to get into education that's going to help them also leverage their income. So they're they're not just going to school as kind of like a right foot left foot, you know, type of thing. They're looking at, you know, it's a little bit of reverse engineering. So they get education, but they get it for different purposes and they understand that it's going to increase their income. It's not just blindly going into into school thinking that you're going to automatically get a good paying job, if that kind of makes sense. So, all right, that's that's my take on that. Until the next one, bye.